You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I am your host, Stephanie O'Day. Welcome to episode number 66. This is the last of my six-week break <laughs> where I'm going to play a encore episode. And this one I have gotten so much feedback on and quite a few coaching calls have been focused on this episode. And in it, we are going to talk about what is your number. So the encore episode is what is your fire number or what is your number? And fire is an acronym that I fell in love with about 20 years ago. So we've been married 23 years and maybe I learned this number right around 20 years ago, and it's FIRE, and it's an acronym for Financial Independence Retire Early. And I've been sort of obsessed (laughs) by this number for a very long time, and the number has changed. And I feel like sometimes the goalposts are moving on me, but Adam's got a spreadsheet and I have learned to fall in love with his spreadsheet. And we now have a number that we agree on and what we're working towards. And so that is what I want you to really pay attention today and figure out what is your number? What are you working towards? What is the number that will get you to a peaceful state, to a financially independent state. And the RE, the retire early part, maybe that's not for you and that's fine. But what is your financial independence number? So uh, in this episode, I talk about a few books and then I wanted to throw in one more that um, I was reminded about on a past coaching call. Let's see. So I'm recording this in November. So I guess it was the end of September. One of my coaching clients and I, we went through this book together and I did read it as a newlywed and it's called Your Money or Your Life. And it might seem a bit dated now because of inflation and because of the way the economy is, but the principles are the same. And it's pretty much the mindset and the idea of it's not what you make, it's what you save. And the idea is that you put baby money into accounts or into investments and then they grow and they make more money. And and that's what it's all about. So take a listen and figure it out and really crunch the numbers and decide. And don't decide, don't think, oh, I'm too young to figure out my my fire number. No, you are not too young. It's important to start now. And if you think you're too late, that is another something to pay attention to. If you are living beyond your means, stop, slow down, assess, take stock. What can you do to help put yourself on the right track right now? You can absolutely do this. In the Simple Shortcuts to Peace course, we have an entire module on finances, and that is the bottom level of the peace pyramid because you can't be at peace. You can't feel good about yourself. You can't feel calm if you don't have your finances in control, and I want that for you. There's still a massive sale going on, and it will be through the first part of 2023. If you're listening to me in January, the coupon code is all one word, MASSIVE2023. Join, download the worksheets, pay attention to the spreadsheet, figure out 
where you are and where it is you need to go in order to have complete and total financial independence. That is my wish for you as we go into 2023. All right. So this is the last one. Next week, I am back with a brand new spanking live episode, but I want you to know that I adored this time off. I slept in, I went for long walks with Sheldon, I cherished my family, we watched way too many silly, sappy Christmas movies, and we really enjoyed our time. And I hope you were able to achieve something similar in your family and in your life. All right, you take care, enjoy Let me know what your fire number is, how close you are, what your percentage is, and let me know also how I can help you get there faster. Hi there, Stephanie here, and you are listening to the Slow Living Podcast. I am so happy that you are here today. We are on episode number 15, and we are going to be talking about money today. And money gets, I don't know, kind of weirds people out. And I was always taught that you it wasn't polite to talk about money in mixed company. And so I don't know if we're going to consider this mixed company or not, because I sort of think that all of you that are listening and are part of Slow Down Society, I feel like we're friends. I feel like I know you. And if I don't, that's fine, because I would still have you over and I would still be the same person and the same stuff and talk candidly and openly. And I think that in order to live a calm, peaceful, happy life and the life of your dreams, you need to have a good feel for your finances and you need to know what your numbers are and know that you're living within your means and you are growing your retirement accounts and all of those things. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I do have a recorded question from Janet, and it looks like Janet um, came to one of my um, MOPS classes. So MOPS stands for Mothers of Preschoolers, and I do quite a few of these talks. And they're usually virtual, and um, so, well, this would be virtual anyway because she called in from Pennsylvania, Um, but if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, I would be doing local talks and I I really like doing this. So we're going to talk today about finances and getting to know what your numbers are. And when it comes to money, there's sort of two rules of thought or two kind of paths. You can either look at money as saving money and in kind of doing a lot of research and finding ways to cut down and save as much money as possible. Or you can look at it as you're not interested really in saving and you just want to make as much money as possible. And I happen to be in the Silicon Valley area and that appears to be the rule of thumb around these parts is people are very much into kind of making as much as humanly possible. There's a lot of tech people in this area. And uh, I've joked with friends before that Teslas are like pigeons in our particular area. Everywhere you turn, there's another Tesla. And I want to point out that flash and showiness doesn't equal wealth. 
And what's really interesting is there's a kind of a fun phrase. And I first heard it back when I was watching reruns of Dallas, which was, and the phrase is all hat, no cattle. So just because someone is kind of showy, it doesn't mean that they actually have true wealth. And that's what I wanted to point out and why knowing your own numbers, knowing what you're spending on a monthly and yearly basis, and knowing what you're working towards with your end result, with your retirement number, is such a big deal. So when we talk about the five steps of slow living, It's declutter and prom everything is one. And number two is to chart your GPS to know where you're headed. And that absolutely counts and is super important to pay attention when you are running your life and running your family and you need to know what that end result number is. And it was really eye-opening to me when the recession happened It hit our area, I don't know, maybe 2007-ish, 2008-ish. And there were people that I knew online and in real life that I just assumed because they went on lots of vacations and they had a lot of fancy things that they actually were well off and they weren't. And they ended up losing an awful lot and had to file for bankruptcy And that's not something that I would wish upon anyone. So one really huge, big takeaway is to always live beneath your means. If you haven't read The Millionaire Next Door, I highly recommend starting with that. And you're not going to know anyone's network or real wealth just by looking at them. There are millionaires amongst you. Almost everyone I interact with on a day-to-day basis is a millionaire and you never would know it in any shape or form. So there's a lot of money right around me and us and our family. And, and so there's that sort of mindset. And I come from the belief that in order to be truly financially healthy, you actually need to do both. So I believe that it's two sides of the same coin. You need to find a way to save and you need to find a way to make. And, um, and when those two are working together properly and in a really kind of comfortable way, that is where the peace comes from. And that's when you feel like you're in control And at the end of the day, that's pretty much what humans want is we want to feel like we're in control while we're spinning around on this blue and green marble that we have some sort of sense of control and being at peace with your finances and being at peace with your numbers is a really great way um, to live the, the slow living lifestyle. Okay, I'm going to play the recorded message that we have from Janet here, because I think this is a really valuable question, and especially if you are a new parent or a younger parent, and you're just trying to get your feet wet with all of this, I think this is really valuable information. So let's play Janet's recorded message for you. Hi, Stephanie. I live in Pennsylvania and I attended a finance talk you did in one of my mobs groups and you shared a link to Family Budget Calculator. It was really eye-opening that it looks like my own family is living at the poverty level. Do you have any advice on how to get by on only one income? 
Okay, so this is a fantastic question, and I'm so glad that you took the time to record it, Janet, because I think you're going to end up helping a whole bunch of people. So I remember doing your your MOPS talk, and I know that we were in the outskirts of Pennsylvania. Excuse me. I remember... It was a church in the suburbs of Philadelphia. So I pulled up on the family budget calculator, uh, Philadelphia County. And so if you're listening, it's epi.org, which is the Economic Policy Institute. It's their family budget calculator. And it's a really good Resource And it's something that I recommend just so you have a baseline understanding of what the averages are in your particular county. And you can see how your household differs between what the county average is. So the cost of living for a two parent, two child family in Philadelphia County, Pennsylvania, it says is $84,901 per year. And that breaks down to, they say, $7,075 a month. So you said in your message that you believe that your family on one income was at the poverty line. So I think using the term poverty line is sometimes a bit misleading because you came to this Zoom class, you are able to be in a mops group and a church setting and you're living on one income. And, and I think using the term poverty line, people sometimes envision, I don't know, living in squalor or, or living in a way that isn't comfortable. And my hope is that you are living comfortably and you're doing fine. And if not, and you think you're, you're definitely treading water and having a really difficult time, then um, I'd absolutely recommend doing some research online or at your local library. Don't pay for things um, and, and find ways to to limit if you feel like you are not able to stick to a household budget that feels comfortable and you're not feeling well, then I absolutely recommend paying attention to that and trimming. But I want to point out that the $84,901 is the average, and that's a lot of money. And that breaks down to seven grand a month. And they have listed in here that they have broken it down. And again, this is by average. And they're saying that childcare on average is $1,500 a month. But if you're home with your kids and you're living on one income, then you're not paying that. So you're, you're quote unquote, saving that money. They have that the average grocery bill in that area is $764 a month. And if you're cooking at home more often than not, and you're paying attention and you're meal planning, your grocery bills are probably not going to be that expensive. They have a lump sum that they're calling other necessities, which is $739 a month. And I don't know what that is. I don't know what the other necessities are. Is that your your cable bill, your gym membership, some things that maybe aren't necessary and you're not already doing. So I would not stress yourself out in a big, huge way, if you look at this number 
of 84 grand or 85 grand and think, oh my gosh, we are nowhere near that. So it really doesn't matter right now what you're making. My hope is that the number that you're paying attention to is if whether or not you can save money. And the, the biggest number to try and pay attention to is what your yearly expenses are and then what your future retirement number is. And it's that retirement number that I want you to pay attention to. And yes, absolutely. Trim down your cable bill. Trim down your groceries. You're not paying for childcare. That's great. So, so pay attention to that things. If you need other tips and tricks, Crystal Payne's website, The Money Saving Mom, is fantastic. I've known Crystal for many years and she's got tons and tons of resources on her site. And she talks a lot about couponing and things like that. One thing I would point out though, is if you're spending a lot of time researching coupons and trying to save a few pennies here or a few dollars there, it's not the best bang for your buck to spend your time trying to shave a little bit off here and there. And your time is probably better used by trying to think of ways to actually make money. And, and that's back to what I was saying before is building the wealth as much as you can. So when you're home with your kids, and I know it's tough because I was home for 12 years and I was very uncomfortable not making money. So I always had a side hustle of some sort going. And I hate the term hustle because it makes me feel one, a little slimy and two, as if I'm rushing around and, and trying to, to hustle. And I've never been that way. I, um, my side hustles have always been very relaxed and I don't feel stressed in any way, but I've always done freelance writing or other things in that way where money came in. So I would recommend that if you are spending lots and lots of time couponing, maybe try and find a way to use that time to make money instead of, of trying to, to save and scrimp. So Nick Loper, he runs the website Side Hustle Nation, and he also has a podcast, and that is a fantastic resource. You could walk dogs while you're out walking your kids around the neighborhood for money. You could babysit, absolutely. There's online tutoring things that you can do. But I would look into trying to use your time wisely and see if you can make a little bit of money. And if those happen to be cash-based, then that's even better because then you can shovel the money that from the one income as much as you can into the retirement accounts to grow that wealth. And the rule of thumb is in your retirement, and this is a very down and dirty kind of FIRE calculation, and FIRE stands for financial independence, retire early. And that's always been something that I've strived for and something that I've been interested in. And, and it's probably the FI part, the financial independence part versus the retire early part, because humans keep living longer and longer. So I don't necessarily feel like I need to be put out to pasture at a certain age. But I, I like the idea of the financial independence, because then you can do whatever it is you want. And you don't feel stuck in any way because of 
because of finances, because that's not a very peaceful or relaxed or, or slow or calmed way to be when you feel trapped and, and you feel like you don't have choices because of your finances. So the very down and dirty retirement calculator estimate is to take your yearly expenses and then multiply it by 25. And, and that ends up being your retirement number. So just to continue to use this Philadelphia County number. So they're saying that the cost of living for a two parent, two child family in Philadelphia County is 84,901. So if we just call that 85 grand times 25, it ends up being that the retirement number that you're shooting for is $2.12 million. And for a lot of you, that might sound like an awful lot of money. And it does sound like an awful lot of money. But again, that's if you continue to spend $85,000 a year. And for many people, their cost of living decreases when they retire. And so there's a few different things that you can look at. So there's lean fire. So lean as in uh, lean meat, lean finances. So that could be that maybe you downsize at some point and, and you find your lean fire number. There's fat fire when you feel like you want to, to live large and have a really high lifestyle in your retirement years. And so that would be a fat fire number. And then there's a coast fire number and you can Google all of these things and, and it's fun. I enjoy sort of playing around with the different ideas and, and knowing that at any time, if we chose to, we could live for a lesser cost of living in, in a lower place, a, a different place in the United States, or some people decide to actually leave the United States and, and live elsewhere. But knowing what those numbers are, and once you've hit different milestones, is very mentally freeing, and it's just absolutely lovely. Okay, so Janet, I hope that helped answer your question a little bit. And I want to also give a few resources to help and some books that I would absolutely recommend and some websites perhaps. One of my favorite websites and that's what first got me interested in the the fire movement. So that's financial independence retire early is Mr. Money Mustache. So he it's MMM Mr. Money Mustache, but his website and message boards were very interesting to me and I started reading them I think in 2010, 2012 something like that. And then there's been a few books that have been super helpful along the way. So I've mentioned it before, but one of the first ones that sort of piqued my interest where I felt like I wanted to shoot for sort of a, a millionaire lifestyle. <laughs> and by millionaire lifestyle, it's the millionaire next door. Just because you have a million dollars or uh, are worth a million dollars, it doesn't mean that you're you're walking around looking like a uh, a rock star or um, any sort of celebrity along the way. But the millionaire next door, Thomas J. Stanley. The other one that I really like is Simple Path to Wealth, and that is J.D. Collins. And then this is another classic along the same lines as Millionaire Next Door, and that's Your Money or Your Life, and that's by Vicki Robbins. And then there's two other books that are sort of helpful. 
for sort of shifting your mindset from sort of a scarcity and woe is me mindset when it comes to money and and more of kind of being aware of the kind of abundance that's around you. And the fact is, is we live in a very wealthy time and everywhere you look, there's examples of people who have a lot of money and, and are using it in, in wise ways. And while money doesn't buy happiness, it definitely can buy freedom and peace of mind. And if you are a good person, which I would imagine all of you are because you're listening to this right now, all it does is put a magnifying glass on the goodness. And the more money you have, the more people you can help and you can help generations down the line. So I don't think there is absolutely anything wrong with that in any way. And so the, the two mindset books that I like are Jen Sincero's You're a Badass at money, I think is what it's called, or, or you are a badass with your finances, something like that. But it's part of the You're a Badass series by Jen Sincero. And then the other one is Denise Duffield Thomas. She has a few books, but the one that I like the best is Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. And I think it's very interesting that those two books are written by women and they both happen to have colorful language in the titles. But there you go. Those are the, the two that I recommend. Before I sign off, I want to put a caveat out there in that when I was talking to you earlier, Janet, and we talked about coming up with some sort of maybe side hustles or things that you can do from home. I want to sort of point out that I do not have the belief that you need to spend money to make money. I've never done that. I've never followed that. The Crockpot site started with absolutely no money down. I didn't even buy a domain name for $9.99 through GoDaddy. I used a for free blog spot blog. And there's quite a few different companies that prey on women and prey, especially on stay at home moms. And they're inviting you to join their business models. And some of them might not be truly ethical. And they're asking you to buy things and then resell and things like that. And I don't want you or anyone else to fall victim to a company that is structured in that way. And if you'd like to know more about that, there's two resources that I really like. So the first is called the dream podcast. And that talks about all of the different network marketing programs and companies and businesses that are marketed towards women and how some of them aren't truly legit. And so that's called the dream. And then the other one is called, it's talking about the Lulu Row leggings company, and that is on Amazon prime. And so it's a documentary and it's called Lulu dream or Lula road dream or something like that. Um, but I would absolutely recommend steering clear from any company or business opportunity that costs money up front and, and try and find things where you get paid versus you paying them. Okay. So that was my, my thoughts on all of that within the peace course. I do have a module all about finances and in the New Year, New You episode, I talked about downloading some worksheets. And within that, 
So it's stephanieoday.com forward slash new you. There is a uh, kind of a journal prompt entry about knowing what your numbers are and paying attention to that and making sure that you're on the correct path. And that is what I hope for you. And that is what I want for you. And I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. If you have any other questions, shoot me an email at any time. Find me on social media. And if you'd like to record your own message, you can do that at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast. But I really appreciate having you here. And I love answering your questions. And I hope they're helpful. And have an absolutely wonderful day. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.